0: Hi, and welcome back to our series of podcasts featuring the pros that we work with as agents that that help us to get our deals done. I'm Bill Seller, along with uh, Sean Graves. Hello. And uh, in this podcast, we're going to be talking with Mike Garrett of the Mike Garrett Mortgage Team at Silverton Mortgage. Is that right? Yes, sir. Get, absolutely. Get, Thanks for having me. Did I Welcome get them in, all right?
1: Absolutely. Perfect. Cool. I, I, I
0: read it just like you wrote it. Perfect. That's great. <laughs> and uh, we're happy to have Mike here because um, you know you talk about folks that help us get the deal done. We really can't do much without the lender. So
1: <laughs> that is true. It helps you have money. cash, but yes. yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, So we're um, we're excited to have you here. And. One of the things that struck me when I first got into business, and I haven't been doing this as long as a lot of people, was that I was a new agent, I was writing out my first deal, and I didn't know the difference between loans you know, FHA, VA, conventional, USDA, whatever absolutely because they each have their own little quirks, absolutely right. And you know, you, you can put so much down with this one, you don't have to put as much down with that one. I thought it'd be kind of cool for newer agents and maybe some folks in the business that still don't really have a big grasp on it to go over some of that stuff
1: absolutely so uh, probably the easiest way to start is to, to segment them out and you know VA is a, a veterans administration loan so obviously you have to be a veteran uh, in order to be able to get a VA loan so that's kind of the most restrictive one um, but that's really the only restriction to it it doesn't have a, an income restriction don't have to be a first-time home buyer. you just have to have that VA eligibility to get that loan
0: because um, I've had people ask me, is it is it like the USAA insurance, where if your family was a veteran,
1: no. you couldn't so that? Yep. Yeah, it's not a family deal. You have to actually have a certificate of eligibility. And in order for us to get that, we have to provide your DD-214, which is your discharge papers from the military, or a statement of service from your CO where you're currently enlisted. So that's really the only way to get that. It's not a family deal. Uh, there are some survivor benefits a little bit um, for certain situations, but that's really... Uh, a rare case that that comes up. Um, the next option is really on uh, USDA. USDA is uh, United States Department of Agriculture. So it's, you know, but it's, we're not doing cows. It's, it's still houses. <laughs> sure. Uh, but it is a rural housing it program. Come to Mike
0: if you're looking to buy a herd.
1: Absolutely, it's not going to work. <laughs> so it's um, and it does have an income restriction to it, and it has a property restriction. So it's based on certain areas because it is a rural housing loan. Um, and so there's nothing in Cobb County that applies to for it. There's nothing in Fulton, uh, but there are parts of Cherokee, Bartow, Paulding. Uh, you know some neighboring counties like that and once you start moving out and then if you get into some city areas inside of some of those counties then they may not be eligible but uh, it's a pretty easy process to find out if a property is eligible and the best way to do that is to ask you absolutely yeah yeah you can anybody can reach out to us at uh, at Silverton and we can quickly look up and tell them whether or not the property is eligible and then also uh, as long as we know the number of members in the household then we can tell them what the family income limits are to make sure that they would qualify for that. Um, The other part that's really crazy on USDA, we had an agent not long ago that ran into with another lender and it was kind of caught at the last minute and they had to do some, some restructuring is because it's meant for kind of more rural areas and to help uh, in, in most cases, it's meant to help, you know, certain income brackets, which is why they have the income limits on it. You also can't have X amount of dollars uh, and it's a percentage amount based on what your sales price is. So if you have in non-retirement funds enough that you could put a down payment of 20% down, mm-hmm. you can't do the USDA loan. Hmm. So you can't just keep your money and then do the USDA. You have to use your money and then get a regular loan. So you so can't be
0: overqualified.
1: Correct. You can, you can overqualify for a USDA wow. loan. Okay. So, right. and, and we've had agents that, that recently they, they ran into this issue as well. Um, They're the only loan program that is impacted when the government is shut down. So there were agents who just recently had deals that were delayed because of the USDA loans when the government was during their shutdown. So it is something to be mindful of during that time of year when the government's going to be shut down. The USDA loan has to go to USDA to be underwritten, and they're not essential employees. So they're not working. The, the government shutdown is like a given. It's like a fifth season now, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen every now and then. And so you kind of have to plan it when if you've got a client doing that USDA.
0: Yeah. Well, Especially as our debt just can, continues to go up and up and up. And as far as, I mean, just pouring more money into it, not, not to be political,
1: but yes, you definitely have to watch out for those as Absolutely. far as when you're working with clients to, to know what time of the season you're in. You might. Absolutely. The other thing that uh, USDA does have a funding deal from a standpoint of what Uh, the amount of money that they have and so that number is part of the budget process as well and so there are times and it does it doesn't happen yearly but every now and then that there's been times where usda was out of money until they got a new allotment of money uh so Hmm. there's been fun times in history where fundings have been delayed because usda didn't have money at that point see this to guarantee the loans this
0: is one of the things that's why i wanted to talk to you i mean i would never think that right you just kind of think it's there yeah that's crazy
1: So then you get uh, past those two, then you get to the next uh, government loan, which would be FHA, Uh, and FHA is open for anybody. You don't have to be a first-time home buyer. It has easier qualifications than a conventional loan, but the negative to that is that the mortgage insurance on it is paid for the life of the loan. People kind of make a bigger deal out of that than it really is because if somebody's putting 5% down on a loan and doing a conventional loan, the mortgage insurance is gonna last for 11 years or so anyway. So eleven or thirty, more than likely, most people aren't still in the house at either one of those points. So the fact that the mortgage insurance was going to last longer really isn't a big deal when people look at the big picture. It's so not there actually st- is mortgage insurance on a normal conventional loan. Correct, if unless you put twenty percent down. Okay, unless yeah. twenty percent down. Yeah, um, but if you so if you're putting five percent down, the average time it would take for that mortgage insurance to stop would be about eleven years. Yes. And most people are gone out of that house or out of that loan within sight of that 11 years anyway, right. so it doesn't matter. Right. FHA has a little bit lower uh, loan limits from what conventional has. And so theirs varies from county to county and from state to state. But ours is uh, 379500 is is the current limit. So you're saying that that's the most that somebody could apply for? On an FHA, on, on an FHA, that's the right. that's the most amount of the loan uh, is the three hundred seventy nine thousand five hundred. So I, I see you looking at it very up to date because you're pulling off of your phone right this minute. How often does that change? It, it's changed yearly. Yearly. Okay. Yep. Yep. And so it just changed this does it year. Change between mortgage mortgage providers? No, because it, it's it's set, flat. Yep. So, all loan limits so are So, when you're shopping the around, the what. loan limit's a loan limit. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and so, there's only one county that has a higher limit than that in Georgia, and that's uh, at uh, Lake Oconee. At Reynolds Plantation area. Yeah, wow. Well. <laughs> so that, that area has higher <laughs> loan limits than any other county in the state of Georgia. Any particular reason why? Just because it goes off of the average, uh, looks at median sales prices and stuff like that. Hmm. And that's a higher deal at Lake Oconee and Reynolds Plantation. So mm-hmm. they have higher loan limits. So, oh, okay. Um, it's you know,
0: a nice little neighborhood down there. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not too bad. So <laughs> yeah. it's... Um, I didn't know they got that specific to particular areas. Yeah, they'll, they'll break it down. Um, so, for example, a lot of the areas in Georgia for FHA are 314, when you get out to the rural areas, but most everywhere in the metro area is going to be that 379, 500. Mm-hmm. So, most Atlanta communities agents are working are going to be that 379, 5, but you may have some outliers that are a little bit lower, especially as you get into North Georgia and some of the rural areas. Yeah, we have areas. a lot of agents actually sell, I mean, yeah, you get up recently, in the, the mountains, the area. yeah. You know, you do go
0: up there and, I mean, either for your personal use or just, I mean, family and things of that nature. So it's good to know that
1: that's just not a blanketed term. Correct. It does change. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. So it's important to, to look that up when you're in each area. One of the things that FHA is. Uh, well, let me little, actually stop you there. because yeah. You said one of the things that you want to look up. That's when they're coming to you. Yeah, 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 correct. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> that's it, why you need to touch touch in we, with Mike. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: let, me, let me look that up. Where's yeah. Mike on the yeah. dial? Yeah, yeah, Start look it up. So that, that's where and you, that's something that's where you your, your value proposition comes into. Yeah.
1: Send a text. Reach out at any point, and you know, find out what the loan limits are for that particular Get area. Get the expert working on his, his field. That's absolutely. Right. You know the other part that's different on fha is condos you know they have to be fha approved to get fha financing and so we we have the ability to to quickly look up and see if a condo is fha approved and uh it's really the time to do that is as your client's looking to find out what condos if they're looking at condos we can look at all the condos that are approved in a certain county Um, But if you're an agent taking a listing, it's also important to know up front when you're taking the listing is reach out to us and find out if the condo is approved so you know what type of financing options a buyer could get when they go to buy it. Right. Okay. That makes sense. One of the things that is great about FHA is it has lower credit score requirements. Um, And so we can do FHA loans down to 580 uh, as well as VA loans down to 580. FHA requires a 3.5% down payment. doesn't mean you can't put more than that, but they do require 3.5% down as a minimum. And they have higher debt-to-income ratio uh, allowances. So most companies have a restriction uh, of about 50 to 55%. We can go to 55% on any FHA or VA loan. Every now and then, we can get a little bit above that, but then you're starting to really get a little sticky. Um, so 55% is kind of the, the limit on the the debt-to-income ratio. Uh, And that takes into account Mm -hmm. their new house payment along with all debts that are on their credit report. Still, that's a pretty good number, though. Absolutely. It's a high number. Yeah.
0: I'm no mathematician, but that's over half of your income.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's a a big number for sure. Um, And then so then lastly, you've got conventional loans. Um, Conventional loans are anything that is kind of Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac conforming loan type stuff. And so uh, we saw a huge jump in the loan limits for that this year. And so the loan limits on the uh, conforming loan limits for Georgia, uh, most of the areas in Georgia went to four hundred eighty-four thousand three hundred fifty dollars. Wow! So that means that you're you're talking about being able to buy five hundred thousand dollar plus house with a three percent or more down payment. Mm. So that's it's a it's a great deal. If you put less than 20% down, typically there is mortgage insurance. There are ways to get out of the mortgage insurance from doing a a second mortgage or having uh, the lender pay the mortgage insurance in exchange for a higher rate. But that's something that we would go through everything with each client.
0: Are you able to do any of these loans with nothing down?
1: So USDA requires no money down. VA requires no money down. And then we have a conventional loan product that is a 97% first mortgage and a 3% second to make up the 100%. The 3% second has the same interest rate as the first. So it's not like you're paying a higher interest rate on the second. And the 3% second's a small loan. You know, on a $300,000 house, you're still only talking about a $9,000 second mortgage. So So you're still paying the same. It's just split in two, basically. It's just split in two, absolutely. Doing the 100% loan does have income restrictions. So if you're a first-time homebuyer, you can go up to 140% of the area median income. And the area median income is something that we would be able to quickly look up for somebody. Not the exact number, but most of the metro area is gonna be roughly $104,000 uh, if they're a first time home buyer. Uh, if they're not a first time home buyer, then their income's gonna be limited to generally 74800 No. That's just to do the 100%. Normal con conventional stuff that's not hundred percent has no income limits, none of that stuff.
0: Okay, it's good. Another difference there. Let me ask you this: uh, in this the the age that we live in now of uh, flipping and yep. renovation and all that. What about these renovation loans? Uh, what do you what can you tell folks about those?
1: So we've been doing a lot of renovation loans where people have had a hard time, you know, finding the right house that they wanted. So you know what they've done is they've they found the house that had the guts and bones that they wanted, and they just needed to you know, fix it up the exact way that they wanted it. Um, And so we've got a great renovation loan program. We've got a great uh, one-time construction perm program uh, that allows somebody to find a lot and buy a house or build a house, you know, exactly the way that they wanted as well. Uh, And those have been very popular over the last, you know, 12 to 24 months, especially as people were were having a hard time finding the exact house that they wanted.
0: They're really no different than any other loan or qualifying
1: or anything? No,
0: qualification's all the same, really. But it just Um, has to be earmarked for... That specific property,
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a little different process. Um, you know, going through the renovation. You know, basically what you're going to do is you're going to have a contract to purchase the property, and then you're also going to get estimates for all the repairs and renovations that you want to have done, and then all that's going to be submitted to an appraiser. The appraiser is then going to give a value as the property sits right now, and then also give a value based on the after repair value, um, and then that money would be set aside in an escrow account and paid out. Throughout the renovation process.
0: Well, there you go. It's exactly what I was looking for, Mike. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Glad we could help on that. Thank you for being here. A fountain of knowledge. Absolutely. That's why we called you up. Absolutely. Mike <laughs> Garrett of the Mike Garrett Mortgage Team at Silverton Mortgage. Quickly, Mike, give me your email address that we,
1: our our listeners can,
0: can get so they of. can
1: uh, reach me anytime at mike at Team dot com or they can call or text me at six seven eight four one zero six five zero nine. Very good. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You bet. We hope
0: you enjoyed this podcast and got something out of it. I know I did because, uh, first of all, I'm just bad at math. So any kind of loan scares me, (laughs) just the language alone. So it's it's good to have folks like Mike in our corner helping us to get it done. Keep listening. More podcasts just like this one available here on AtlantaAdvantage.net.